welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor, and I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can make the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. All right. Hello and welcome to the Women, Faith, and Business podcast. So super excited to have my guest today, Allison Denise. Allison Denise is a five-time best-selling author, international speaker, and award-winning graphic designer. She is a servant leader at heart and an eclectic creative soul. She seeks to help others free their creativity while transforming their lives. And it is her desire that every woman finds the power in their voice and the beauty in their story. She did not know that her love for God and building others up would lead to success in the marketplace and in ministry. She prays that something you experience, someone you meet, or something you do as a result of this podcast will give will ignite the fire in you to empower your inner creator and become everything God designed you to be. Welcome, 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 Allison. Anything you want to add to that awesome intro and bio? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, just thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just in this place where um, God is doing amazing things, and I'm just following his lead. So that's all I will add to that. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, this podcast is all about women of faith in business and their journeys and their stories and what they've been to. And I always like to start off with the very beginning and what made you actually take the leap of faith to start your business? Okay, so my story is, um, uh, so, okay, I have three children. Um, okay. My last child was born 2015, March of 2015. And um, she came at 27 weeks, which means she was preemie. Yeah. Uh, and what ended up happening was the job that I was working for decided to terminate me a week after I gave birth. Wow. And um, Yeah. And they didn't even tell me, mind you. Mm-hmm. Only reason I found out is because I went to uh, ask a question about my insurance. I went to the insurance company to ask a question. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're your policy's terminated. I'm like, why would it be terminated? (laughs) So you didn't even find out from them. It was from the insurance company? Yeah. And so I went, I sent emails to management, called, nobody would answer me or respond. And I told God, I said, listen, um, if I can help it, I don't ever want to have to work for anybody else. Hmm. So I had already... I had already been doing entrepreneurial things before okay. I went full time. Um, mainly, I was dabbling in graphic design. I was trying to build a bookkeeping business because I'm an accountant by degree. Mm. Um, and so I said, okay, God, well, what do I have in my hand? And so God said, well, you know how to do bookkeeping. You know how to do tax. Why don't you help entrepreneurs? I said, okay, cool. We'll start there. And what ended up happening was... Um, I started to brand myself as the person, the creative accountant, mind you. <laughs> and um, as I did that, people started taking notice of my designs and they were like, well, can you design that for me? And I'm like, well, I guess if you want me to, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. I'm not 
designer per se, you know, but um, after that, what, what ended up happening was I shifted out of the finance industry strictly into the uh, design industry. And that's how I ended up here. Okay, awesome. I love what you said about, you know, using your hands. What do I have in my hands? Because that reminds me of um, the woman with the oil. And it's like, what do you have? I just have this little bit of oil. Well, let's just get you some jars and that oil continued to go. I think the first step is always like, what do I have in my hands right now? What can I use right now? And your natural gifts, talents, and abilities that God gives you, you were just natural at the branding and graphic design. You may be studied with accounting and having the accounting degree but your natural talent shined and that's what attracted people to come to you to get that thing done for themselves so the natural gifts and talents that God gives us always shines in the marketplace so I really love that about your story so we all know as entrepreneurs and business owners that this journey is not easy <laughs> there is a lot of ups and downs there's a lot of difficulties and challenges um, when you look past, you know, since you started your business, what would you say, um, besides the, the shift that you talked about shifting from accounting to the graphic designs, what have been some major shifts or changes in your business since you started? Um, so there are several. I will say uh, one of the biggest things was a mindset shift for me mm. from feeling timid and shy and unsure of myself, feeling um, like, who's going to pay me to do this or do that? You know, mm -hmm. who am I? Mm -hmm. To shifting from that into, I'm worthy. You know, I went to school for accounting. I know a little bit. Yeah, I can charge for this. Or, no, I actually, even though I'm a self-taught designer, I do great work. So, yeah, yeah people should pay me for this, you know. <laughs> and so right. it was that mindset shift, um, going from there to there. That's one thing. The other thing, which was a more recent shift for me, was starting to be intentional about including God in my, in my business and mm -hmm. in my processes. Mm -hmm. And so initially, when I first started, it was always, well, I don't want to run anybody off with my mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. I want to offend anyone who's not a Christian. Yep. And so I had to ship out. I'm like, you know what? No, God has done too much for me yes. to not put him first in everything. Yeah. Yeah. And if I, if I scare off someone with the name of Jesus or offend anyone, that's not for me to worry about. The people who God has appointed for me in my business and ministry will gravitate towards the fact that I do call on the name of Jesus. So that was a major shift for me. And I've seen... Um, I've seen some improvements in my business and my stress level and everything um, since I started doing that. Yeah, I think those are great shifts. I think it's awesome, especially shifting to including God in your business openly. You know, I've had conversations with other people about this, and sometimes it feels like you're coming out of the closet almost. Like, you know, you're, you're able to openly speak about it. And I think sometimes a lot of times we're kind of brainwashed in a way, especially when you come from a corporate environment where you're not really taught or told or you're not expected to talk about faith or religion, you know, those taboo things like religion and politics you kind of shy away from but as an entrepreneur and business owner you have the freedom to show up authentically and genuinely as yourself as a Christian 
um, you know, speaking freely about Jesus Christ and God in the marketplace. And I definitely agree with you about the shift about mindset. Mindset is such a huge thing for entrepreneurs and business owners. I say 80% of it is, is mindset. 20% is actually the work that we're doing. So those are two major shifts in your business that, you know, are so important. Now, when it came to, you know, when you made the shift and decision to openly talk about faith in your business, um, what was like your initial feeling? I know you kind of talked about, you know, being afraid of uh, people shying off because you're using Jesus Christ and you're saying God. And, you know, did you hesitate for a while or did you just say, oh, I'm going to do it and take a jump and start doing it? What was the process like for you to figure out, you know, I'm comfortable, willing and able to start talking about faith in my business? Um, well, it, it did look like a little bit of easing in. Um, I think I started out sharing more personal experiences with God as opposed to mixing God with my business. Gotcha. Um, and I think as I started feeling more comfortable just talking about God and inspirational things and all that online, it was, it was just a natural transition to start including it in my business posts as well. I don't, I can't say that there was anything specific that I did. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that when I started studying to become a minister, mm -hmm. it was, it was almost difficult for me to not include mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, I felt convicted when mm -hmm. I did. I think that had a lot to do with things too. You know, how can I yeah. call myself a minister if I don't even want to share God? Like that just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. So speaking of that, I always love to hear about people's faith journey. You know, everyone becomes a believer or, um, you know, is a Christian over a different type of journey. So I'd love to learn what your journey was, what your faith journey looked like. Oh, gosh. My faith journey started when I was about 18. Okay. That's when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Um at the invitation of a, a neighbor, a girl who lived next door. She's like, come go to church with me. I was like, all right. So that happened. And then it was, it was such a ride between then and now. Mm. Meaning I went through this stage of, I'm going to Christian. You can't tell me anything about Christianity. You know, I'm playing gospel music all the time, telling everybody about Jesus. Right. And something happened. I think I started, um, I think I started hanging out with people who were, uh, they were more spiritual as they like to call themselves. Mm, okay. I don't believe in any one religion. I'm spiritual. Mm. And so I started looking at different ideas of what religion was and spirituality. Right. For one moment, I was studying um, uh, Rastafarian mm -hmm. religion. I was studying One World, New World Order. Wow. Um, I was studying... Uh, What's the other one? Uh, Islam. Like I was looking at all these different things and trying to find the common ground, trying mm. to find the truth. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I did that for a little while and then I became one of those people who was just spiritual because mm. it was too much. And I was like, okay, mm. everybody has points. Yeah. How do I know one is correct? Right. I think I'll just be spiritual. I know that there's a God. I don't have to believe in Jesus. Right. And then uh, I, I would say that I just kind of did that for a little while. And then I ended up going, moving to Miami in 2005, met my ex-husband. He was in this church and I started going back to church physically, a okay. Christian church, Baptist mm -hmm. church. Exactly. And um, that's when I started coming back into the faith of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I had so many experiences in life. You know how it's when people like, they tell you, I don't know how you can believe in Jesus. And I, I just have to tell them the experiences mm-hmm. that I've had with God. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know how else to explain it. Until, it's like, Paul, until you have an encounter yep. with God or Jesus yourself, you won't understand. True. Um, so, uh, that happened in 2005, and I've been Jesus and Christian ever since. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I think, you know, we all go on these journeys, and I think it's good to question. I think it's good to research. I think, you know, some people will come from the space of like, oh, you don't want to confuse yourself or, you know, look at other things that are not truths. But when you go through that process of looking at other things and then you come back, to the foundational truth. I think you're stronger, in my opinion, you're stronger for going through that season of, of, of looking and then knowing that your truth is grounded in Jesus Christ and that's, you know, where your truth is grounded. So I think, you know, it's, a, it's a, an important part of the journey that you went on. Yeah, and I, I left out a very important part, if I can interject for just a second. Yeah. Um, I became an official minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ this past January. Uh, wow, that's January. awesome. Yeah, so that was a very exciting. It's very nerve-wracking. Like, I was like, really, God, you want me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. But, um, you know, funny thing is I'm naturally a teacher, mm-hmm. and I love to study the word of God. And putting those two things together, I love to teach the word of God as well. So, yeah. and that's one part of ministry, but yeah. So yeah. I'm actually a licensed and ordained minister as well. I love that. So it's really ministry in the marketplace, literally for you, because you are a minister in the marketplace with your business. So I love those two things really coming together and glorifying God in each area is so important. So one of the things I love to ask people is, how would you define the power of faith? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that is a <laughs> That's a loaded one, I know. <laughs> it is. Okay, so the power of faith for me is it's the ability to, okay, because I've done some studying on this. Hold on. So it's the ability to understand who God is, mm. who he is in our lives, mm-hmm. to believe that who he says, who he, he is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. And then to actively walk in that belief. So, Mm -hmm. God, you said you are my provider. Therefore, I'm going to do this, that, and the third, understanding that you are going to provide for me. God, you said you are my healer. I'm going to actively, I'm going to pray. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to work out and believe that you're going to heal whatever is going on in my body because mm-hmm. I believe what you say. And, 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 and activating that faith, we mm-hmm. receive that which we speak, that which we believe because we have actively, we have actively walked in our faith. Walked but in our faith without works is dead. I think yeah. too many people... So many people are into faith mm. and not the works. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we leave that part out, but it's a, it's an integral part of activating the power of faith. That's yeah. 
Yeah, that was awesome. I love that. I mean, it starts with belief, number one, as you mentioned. And then, as you said, God, you said, (laughs) you know, that you are my provider. And because you said, and I believe that you're my provider, I'm going to take these steps. So it's the formula, because I believe I will take this action and see you work in my life. So you have to have that belief, number one. And like you said, faith without works is dead. So you have to take those actions, those steps of actions, and God will show up and show out. (laughs) In most cases, he'll show up and show out because you had the belief and you've taken the action and the steps necessary. So I love that definition of the power of faith. So the other side of this, as we know, this podcast is all about women of, of faith in business. So the other side of it is business. And really, what is the power of business? So being a marketplace minister, the power of business is, <laughs> this is so funny because people in ministry tend to have an issue with money, mm, right? Uh-huh. We tend to have an issue with making money. We feel like because we are ministers or in ministry that we're just supposed to give and give and give and pour and pour yeah. and pour. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, we must have money. Money answers all things. That's mm-hmm. the scripture. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you exactly where it is in the Bible, but it's in there in the New Testament. Okay. okay. Um, and so what that means is we need money to do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Business is the conduit through which money can come. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you have donations, but business is the conduit through which money can come. Mm. Now, the money that we receive through business can allow us to further God's kingdom and his message and and reach more people across the globe. Mm-hmm. So that's the power of business. The power is the reach that mm-hmm. we get from operating in our gifts that God has given us, the reach to further his agenda in his kingdom. Yeah, definitely. Business gives us the ability to reach people and be paid well for doing that. And I do agree with you. I think a lot of times there's this mindset or this thought process like as a believer and in the marketplace that you're supposed to either lower your fees or not have any fees and just be humble and you know God wants us to not just survive he wants us to thrive he's a god of an, a god of abundance so if we're, we're serving a god of a, abundance why would we think that he just wants us to get by <laughs> and he doesn't want us to have the money to be able to not just get by and survive but thrive in the marketplace as his children we should be showing up you know being successful <laughs> you know if they're like oh i want to serve your god uh, he's showing up and showing out for you i want to learn more about your god so i agree i agree that there is some kind of i don't want to say stigma but something around money for sure mm-hmm. when it comes to um you know business and believers and christians in business so that's something that um we definitely have to get over and realize that god is a god of abundance and he wants us to use our businesses to make money and give back to call is and you know not just for ourselves of course but also to make a big impact in the world so I, tr- I truly agree with what you said one of the key things that you said was marketplace ministry and you know that that wording comes up a lot in these types of conversations what would you say or how would you define marketplace ministry or minister in marketplace what does that actually mean to you so for me um it means so like I call myself a minister. I'm a licensed and ordained minister. Right. Um, and I use my 
spiritual gifts mm-hmm. to do business. Mm-hmm. So I use my natural talents and my spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. So in other words, for me, my natural talents are designing. Okay? Mm-hmm. I use my hands for that. Okay. That's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. My spiritual gifts are encouragement, um, helping others, mm-hmm. um, teaching. And so as a marketplace minister, I can teach, right? And mm-hmm. I can teach for free. I can teach for a fee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Depends on, depends on what's happening, you right. know? And so I think that's where marketplace minister or marketplace ministry comes into play when we start using our spiritual gifts mm-hmm. in the marketplace, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. no, that makes a lot of sense. Spiritual gifts in the marketplace. I like that definition. So this has been an awesome conversation all about faith in business and women of faith in business. This has been great to hear from you, Allison. If anyone wants to learn a little bit more about what you do or connect with you, what would be the best place to reach out to you? um, Okay, so I'm on social media everywhere as I'm Allison Denise. Okay. That's, I am Allison Denise. Um, there's no A in there. So okay. <laughs> I know that's confusing, but when you're new in Brandon, you don't always think things through. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's been that way for so long that I just left it. Right. Um, my website is brandedbeautifully.com. That's branditbeautifully.com. Or another website is called com. You can find me in those places. They're all kind of intertwined with each other. You find me there. You can get me in my Facebook group, wherever. It's all inclusive. Definitely check her out. And I will say that her work is amazing and awesome. I have been a client of hers and she's done work for me. And it's always beautifully branded. (laughs) So I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Allison Denise. And thank you for listening. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you want to discover two powerful ways to successfully plan your marketing so you can attract your ideal clients and prosper in your God-given purpose, be sure to text POWERFUL to 31996. Thanks for listening.